Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, and welcome to In All Honesty, the podcast where we get real about life and all the problems that come with it. I'm Michelle Elman, and I'm a five-board accredited life coach, public speaker, author of The Joy of Being Selfish, and Am I Ugly, and my new book, The Selfish Romantic, coming out in January. I'm passionate about teaching people to communicate, heal the wounds of the past, feel your feelings, and ultimately giving you the tools to change your own life. This is the space where you get your personal development needs met, and we talk about all things growth, self-awareness, and communication with complexity and nuance. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, stick around, because I think you're going to like it here. Today I want to talk to you about the worst part of being an author, or at least it's my worst part of being an author, which is once you've written the book, once you've written the final drafts, usually your books are either sent out as something called proofs, which means they're physical copies but they're not the final cover, for people in the media, for influencers, bloggers, all of these things, reviewers to read your book and sometimes, if they want, to comment a few nice things about your book. It's why sometimes on book covers there will be quotes from other people. That would have been them receiving early copies in some form and them giving you a quote. Although, the unknown thing about the publishing industry is that most of the time the authors have asked for those quotes. And if you have seen The Joy of Being Selfish, the reason why there is no quote on the hardback, I finally got around to it for the paperback, is because I hate asking people to give me something nice to say about myself. Because first of all, I think it's fake. Second of all, I don't want someone to feel pressured to say nice things. And third of all, most people don't have time to read a book in the time deadline you need to get that quote on a cover. So I felt confident to ask people who I know had read the book for the paperback, but the paperback came out a year after the hardback was out. So I knew four people who had read the book, asked them for quotes, got amazing quotes, and one of them made it on the cover for the paperback. But on the hardback, I didn't really want to go around asking people because first of all, if they didn't have a very good opinion of my book, I didn't want to know. And second of all, you usually go to people who you highly respect. And doing that 
terrified me because you're basically asking people who you respect the most to do you a favor or not even a favor because it shouldn't be a favor they should actually genuinely like your book otherwise they shouldn't give you a positive comment about it and as you know I've got a new book coming out The Selfish Romantic coming out in January and this time I was like I need to just bite the bullet every person I know has a quote on their cover and you need a quote on your cover so you need to do the uncomfortable thing and ask people to read your book and read your book by a certain time deadline so that you can get you that quote on the cover. I also think a part of me doesn't like owing people stuff and if someone gives me a quote from my cover I feel like I owe them the same back and what if I don't like their book or whatever they ask me to I'm not willing to do. So I'd rather just not ask for a favour and if they happen to tweet out something nice I can easily go can I use that on my cover but obviously by that point the book is already out. But how my perspective shifted and made me realise I need to do it for the selfish romantic was I saw a friend's quote on a cover of a book and that friend was over and I just casually asked her like oh how did that quote ended up on the cover and she said oh he sent me a message and asked me to write a quote for him and I was like oh do you mind me seeing that message because also that's the part I really struggle with the reason why I put so many texts in my self-help books is because I often really struggle with word for word what do you actually say and I feel awkward about it and then I never write the text so I asked her to see it and I was like can I see the text where he asked you for a quote and I said oh because I'm assuming it was before the book actually came out and she was like yes it was before that book actually came out and I looked at the text and the text was so blunt, just so straightforward. I would even say bordering on rude because number one, there was no offer to actually read the book. And two, the quote she gave, he rewrote and then gave it back to him, put to his name. And I went, oh my God, I would never have the audacity to do that. Someone gives you a quote for your book and you rewrite it. That to me is rude. But to have the nerve to do that and I don't even have the nerve to ask people who I genuinely know like my book and also have read my book and that comparison somehow clicked something in my brain. So when it came time to ask for quotes for The Selfish Romantic, I got given a really short deadline, two weeks. Most people cannot read a book in two weeks. Most people I was asking were authors and a lot of authors struggle to read and write at the same time. But I knew I had to bite the bullet. What made me override all the fear in my body and gain the confidence to send that text to ask for that favour was I actually asked myself a question with five words. What would a man do? Because I genuinely don't think they would have that same level of guilt. It's funny because I was just watching You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan and he says something in it where he says it's not personal, it's just business. And actually... As a stereotype, a lot of men have that mentality and a lot of women don't. When women are thinking about work favours or can you do something for me, it becomes very personal but it also means that when there are insults or someone doesn't like your work, that's personal too. And so that question made me gain a confidence that I didn't have before to do something that I'd never done before. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I actually visualized that text that he sent. Obviously, I put it in my own language, in my own words, and realized that no matter what I sent, it was already going to be more polite because I would never rewrite someone's quote. I would never ask for a quote, not giving them the PDF document to actually read the book. And when I asked myself this question, it was almost like I embodied a part of me that doesn't exist because I'm not a man who's been trained in the patriarchy to ask for what they want, to say what they want, to ask for things and not feel like it's personal. And of course, every time I've asked for quotes, because I do have quotes on my first book and my second book, just eventually, not when they were first run, I always had the sentence in my head, the worst they can say is no. But that is very different and almost weaker version than what would I say right now if I was a man asking for this? I wouldn't take it personally. And it's not the gender binary of men and women, all of that. It's more so the fact that there's a directness that women aren't taught, that men are taught, that men are given permission to speak like without the negative connotations of being selfish and rude and harsh and aggressive. As I said, I perceive this text as rude. My friend didn't, however, and my friend did give a quote and also felt it was fine for him to rewrite the quote. And that kind of just proves that we have different training, that we are taught to communicate differently. Women are taught to gossip behind people's back because we are taught to talk indirectly. That's why women stereotypically are more passive aggressive. And so when I asked myself this question, I sent out these texts and actually I have not tracked who has replied. So I actually don't know who's rejected me. The only replies I've cared about are the replies I actually got. And Good news, I got six incredible quotes back. I have no clue how many messages I sent out, but I believe I got more yeses than noes because I don't think I sent out more than 10. And it did go back to the thing of the worst thing someone can say is no, and you have to ask to be able to get. And all it took was me sending an email and asking people to read my book. And as much as there's a really negative component of this, that men and women get treated unfairly and that men are trained in a certain way and women are trained in a way that doesn't benefit us, It's actually a really powerful thing when you can embody someone else. And actually, I used to do this a lot on dates. When I was first dating, I used to get really nervous on dates. So what I started doing was I was like, what is the most confident version of myself? And all I could come up with was 
well, when I'm on stage, I'm most confident. But when I'm on stage, I'm scared, not scared. And I was like, great, I'll just start turning up to my dates as scared, not scared. And so I'd walk in and be like, I'm scared, not scared. Imagine myself sitting on a stage and imagine myself how I prepare to be on that stage and how I feel walking onto that stage, how I feel walking off that stage. And I have that confidence. A lot of people do this without even realizing when they have a different work name to a social name. So that could be in work, you're Samantha, but in your social life, you're Sam. These things are really powerful because it gives yourself the opportunity to be a different person if you've always said well that's just the way I am I'm not great at asking for favors I'm not great at asking people to read my work right that's me now but how about I visualize someone else well how about I visualize future Michelle even if I visualize 35 year old Michelle would 35 year old Michelle be scared great let's ask 35 year old Michelle to send the email how would 35 year old Michelle with all the confidence that you don't have now and can't get right now What would 35-year-old Michelle say? How would Michelle in six years ask someone for a quote for their book? How would Michelle, who's written 20 books, ask for a quote for their book? She would ask it like it's nothing because she'd done it so many times before. Pretend to be that person and you already are that person. Look, the text message I oversaw about quotes for this guy's book doesn't matter what mattered was that it actually kicked me into gear in my own life and that I applied it to my own life so I saw that text in January and now I'm recording this in September and nine months later it created a positive impact on my life because I saw that and with a little bit of resentment and sometimes negative emotions can empower you to do what you haven't done before specifically resentment is when someone's doing something you're not capable of that small amount of resentment meant I remembered it for nine months but also that small amount of resentment meant I chose to do something different so whether you picture yourself saying what would a man do in this situation picturing a future you picturing a different version of you or even I remember there was a point in my life when I couldn't do things I would imagine I was Olivia Pope and her tagline was it's handled And this was very much in the beginning of my coaching business. So when I first started eight years ago, anytime I got thrown something really difficult to do, which of course everything was difficult at the time because it was a brand new life coach, I would go, it's handled in my head. I would embody Olivia Pope and then I would go do it anyway. And within life coaching, this is called creating a future memory. And memories are usually a word that's associated with the past and that is why it works. Calling it a future memory means that you're as certain about your future as you are about the past. It's as if you've already got a recollection of what already happened even though it hasn't happened yet. So try that out, try that in your own life, use whichever example benefits you and use other people as motivation. Comparison isn't this evil thing that we always talk about as a negative. It's just a thing that you can utilize, but you can utilize it to make yourself feel bad or you can utilize it to force yourself to take action. And that's exactly what I did. So I hope this story helps you. There will be quotes on my book. And when you see those quotes on my book, you can be really proud of me because I know I will be for asking that really scary question and getting some nice comments in return. Thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed this episode it would mean the world if you could leave a review wherever you're listening to this and share it on social media and tag me in it so I can share it too. Come find me at Michelle L. Elman on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. We do fun things on there like Q&A Mondays and on Fridays we celebrate your boundary wins. There's a whole community of people who want to grow and heal as well and we're waiting to welcome you whenever you're ready. In the meantime, make sure to feel your feelings, set some boundaries, communicate in the way you want to be communicated with, ask for what you need, and I know sometimes you forget, but someone loves you, and I will speak to you next week. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 